It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold, or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus. It's the one is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. One for the city. Little Chuck Brown and the Soul Searchers bringing you back here on Nuanez Now. You're listening to Nuanez Now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. SWX Montana Television as well as the ESPN MT app. No time to talk. Here's our ESPN Roundtable with John Stiegelmeyer, former head coach of the South Dakota State University Jackrabbits. Well, it's time now for our ESPN Roundtable, and uh, a fun one and a great honor for me, a guy who I've had a lot of respect for following his career uh, from uh, just a couple states over is our guest today, longtime head coach and recently retired head coach of the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. John Stigelmeyer joins us here uh, on is Now. Coach Stig, always a pleasure. Appreciate it, and uh, congratulations on retirement. How you been? Well, thanks for all that. Uh, my wife and I have been super. Um, uh, those that are in coaching and understand it, uh, she was married to college football for, for uh, 44 years or some form of football for 44 years. So uh, we're enjoying a lot of a lot of things we weren't able to do before. I mean, is there anything fun that you picked up that uh, that you hadn't had time for before that you've been doing lately? Well, uh, this is going to sound goofy, but I'm a, I'm a gardener. I'm a farm boy at heart. So you garden in the summer and then, fall camp comes and you leave and my wife has to harvest all this stuff. So I, uh, I was part of harvesting and, and uh, freezing and that type of deal. And then, uh, uh, on Lori's note, my wife's note, uh, we are going to go to the main Northeast, uh, main New Hampshire, Vermont to look at the leaves in the fall. She's always dreamed about doing that. And as a football coach's wife, you just dream about it. You don't do it. So we're going to do that. So. Well, this sounds great. That doesn't sound funky to me at all. My gal has a huge garden too, so I love the gardening, and I totally understand where that comes from. So that's uh, that's awesome. Um, let's talk about last year because I, you know, we caught up after the national championship game, but uh, haven't talked to you since then. So, what was that like? Just the the run you guys were able to go on there at South Dakota State. I mean, how was that team able to to put it all together and and get get you over the top in your final season there at the helm? Yeah, I think uh, give credit where credit's due. Obviously, we had some really good players, as many of the top FCS programs have. You know, the Montana States and North Dakota States, and last year, uh, Incarnate Word, a lot of them. Uh, so we had good players. Uh, but I think the thing uh, that put us over the top or gave us a notch, uh, uh, whatever, up, uh, unbelievable leadership uh, by our student-athletes, unbelievable leadership men that had paid the price, men that uh, were respected in our program, and uh, men that when, when the bullets were flying and they weren't, and we were behind in terms of bullets flying, they stood strong. And because there's always a number of those in, in a, a real season. And, and I just give a ton of credit to, 
uh, our, our seniors and our senior captains specifically, or our captains. The process of building South Dakota State, I remember, I remember watching you guys and covering you guys the first time you made the playoffs in, in 2009, and pretty much perennially in the playoffs after that, and it seemed like you guys just kept building and kept building until all of a sudden you're perennially in the Final Four, and then you're into the National Championship twice in three years, and, and then you get over the top of the National Championship as well. How are you guys able to consistently add to the foundation and, and consistently build over the years uh, since, since moving to Division One. Yeah, a really good question. And, and your terminology, I hope everybody heard it. You build a football program. You know, football's not a sm- sport where you snap your fingers and, and you're there. And even, even with the transfer portal, if you want to build something that's sustainable, uh, you build it and you work on it. You, you, have, you have certain... Uh, uh, expectations that, that permeate your program year after year after year, uh, goals, that type of thing. Uh, I think a big part of it was in 2004 when we went from Division Two to Division One. We had a bunch, bunch of Division Two players that drew a line in the sand and said, uh, "We can be something different." And and their 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 commitment to this, uh, what a lot of people thought was a crazy dream. It, it seems like. Uh, the special dream now uh, was unbelievable. And then how did we keep it building? You know, again, uh, in life, aren't we all supposed to get a little bit better? You know, people use that term 1%. In in reality, depending where you're at, 1% is a huge percentage. Uh, And so it's all about whittling away at at, uh, this part of your program that you can improve or this part of your offense that you can improve and the weight program that you can improve. And I'm not one to uh, just you know just revamp stuff. We do things because we believe in them. So then you look at it and say, how can we get better in those things? And and uh, uh, with great assistant coaches, great 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 ideas, we're able to do it year after year. John Stiglmeyer joining us here on Nuanas now, longtime head coach of the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Of course, the South Dakota State Jackrabbits are in the news right now uh, in Montana because Montana State plays at SDSU. Seems like a pretty much annual matchup between uh, these two schools. A ton of matchups over the last 10 or so years between MSU and SDSU. And uh, this one should be one of the great regular season games between these two programs. South Dakota State, the defending national champions and the number one ranked team in the country. MSU, the number three team in the country as they head uh, to Brookings. You mentioned just how the, one of the primary factors in getting over the top last year was just how good of players you had, but also how bought in they were and the leadership characteristics that so many of them displayed. How are you guys able to find such consistent, great talent to bring in? I mean, what, what was sort of your blueprint for, for recruiting? Because you guys had a, a string of multiple great quarterbacks, multiple great running backs, great linemen on both sides of the ball. You've always had great linebackers. So w- what has been sort of the formula? How have you guys been able to identify talent so well uh, over the years? Don't just look at the 40-time, the film, and the transcript, not necessarily in that order, transcript 40-time and, and film. You look at all the things that, that, that make up a young man, a student-athlete, and does he fit your culture? Does he fit? Does he add to your culture? You know. And so, from the 18 tough questions our assistant coaches had that they were supposed or required to ask recruits along the way, uh, you know, to uh, a home visit or a school visit where you sit down with the young man and and the parents and really see if there's true respect for authority, his parents or his parents. Uh, because that, that to me was huge, you know, that, that a young man hung on every word his mom or dad or both said because 
that's what I wanted him to do for me and our coaching staff, you know, that the respect was built in. And you have a choice in who you offer scholarship to, and then it's in their, cho- in, in their court. And we just, I, I think, are very meticulous in terms of the evaluation of the young man and, and how he fits. And everybody belongs somewhere. I'm not saying we're better or different. I'm just saying that, uh, that these were the things we looked for. And when we found them, we, we, were, we were fine offering the guy. And sometimes, you know, Colter, uh, this is interesting. You may have a, a list of quarterbacks where the one to eight and number one didn't get the first offer. Maybe six got the first offer because they're all above the line. We thought we could win, but we thought that number six guy uh, could just fit so well and be a great leader in our program. It's an interesting perspective for sure, and and it also seems like such a high priority of the South Dakota State program over the years has been developing guys too, and that seems like a, a, something that's becoming more of a, a, a an aside lately because so many teams are just prioritizing getting already developed players out of the portal or, you know, the, the, the transfer waiver wire is just crazy. I mean, I think some people would say it's completely out of control, including myself, uh, but Regardless, you guys have always made South Dakota State always made such a high priority on recruiting high school guys and developing high school guys. Where did that theory come from, and how how did you maintain that uh, throughout your years? It goes back uh, thirty some years ago at an FCA camp, Fellowship of Christian Athletes camp, when I heard Denny Rarep, who was the retired head football coach at Gustavus Adolphus, a Division three school, talk about these are the three top decisions in your life. He talked about picking a school. He talked about your faith journey, and he talked about your spouse. And he said those three things are really, uh, really the top, top things and the impact of picking a school. And so when I thought about recruiting, and I thought we are part of one of the top three decisions in the young man's life, shame on me if I if I messed it up. Shame on me if I'm if I just say things to attract the, the young man and I'm not not uh, crystal clear and, and, and transparent about where we're at and who we are and so on. And so I think in the end, when you get young men and, and you've done your research, and uh, this is maybe hypothetical, but when you get those guys, however they come to you, walk on full scholarship, partial scholarship, and they know that everything you said you stand behind and is true, uh, you will get the most out of them. And isn't that what life's about is to get, you know, a young man to get to his potential in your program. And, and, and so I felt it was very important that we were always crystal clear on what we were about and that and we were helping you make one of the top three decisions in your life. John Stiglmeyer here on the ESPN Roundtable. He is the former head coach of South Dakota State. SDSU hosts Montana State uh, on Saturday as a guy that was around the game for so long, decades and decades between your time as an assistant and a head coach, what do you think of just the state of affairs in college football right now? Well, I, uh, I was blessed to, we were blessed to uh, open with Iowa last year on our run and it was a good game. And But the, the fun part for me was to visit with Coach Ferens and I asked him that question. And, and uh, he and I are similar ages and similar tenures at schools and we both agreed that that something needs to change and it can change for the, for a win-win for everybody, for the schools, for the football programs, for the individual young men, uh, you know, from NIL to the transfer portal. Uh, but I think, I, I think you can't just have uh, no rules. You just can't have 
uh, uh, the wild, wild west, which is the term people use, because what happens is just it just uh, gets out of hand. And so I believe that college football, I believe football is the greatest sport a young man or a young person can be involved in because of the the things taught and the in the in the discipline and the dependency on on ten other guys. In my case, it was eight other guys because I played nine man football. But uh, it's and we want to make sure it's not lost that it's still the greatest game. And, and its integrity and its structure and its its uh, stability is always there. Well, I totally agree. It's uh, one of the last great proving grounds for young men, and I, I hope that that can maintain because I just think it's so valuable for uh, for us as Americans uh, in our society, in our culture, and in our communities. I do think that uh, the lessons learned in football can carry you a, a really long ways. Oh, let's talk about the here and now then, Coach. Uh, what do you think of, of Jimmy Rogers? He obviously played for you and then worked for you forever, so I'm sure, again, it's very dear to your heart. I had a fascinating time interviewing him earlier today. It was my first time ever talking to him, uh, but he is a no-nonsense guy, very straight to uh, to the point, and uh, he's got a lot of good ideas. So um, what do you think made him the, the right heir apparent there at South Dakota State? Well, you, you said a lot there, so I'm going to go with my heart initially. I love Jimmy Rogers. I love his family. I say that with such uh, passion as I would say it about anybody. I mean, he essentially grew up in our program. I'll never forget offering him a 65% scholarship in his home and in the Phoenix area. And he stood up before I even put the period at the end of the sentence and committed to us. And I knew then he was, he was uh, uh, no, you know, there's no messing around. I mean, he's all business and he's been that way every minute I've known him. And, He's a great leader. Uh, you know, he's, he's straightforward with the players. He drives them in a good way because he knows when you put coach on your shirt, you know, that part of the title coach, and he's a, he's a pitcher of this, you can take young men to places they can't take themselves because they don't see it in themselves, and, and, and a coach can do that. And he's a, he's a great example of that. Uh, the cool thing, I think, is he's retained a little bit of our program, but he's also put his stamp on the program on, on SDSU football. And I think that is needed. And I think you have to coach like bad media and, and, and coach Rogers is doing that. He's uh, again, I love him. Uh, I love his family. And uh, uh, he's totally different than I am, but uh, I would say he's, he's true to himself and that's good. That's a hundred percent good. There's so much continuity around all things South Dakota State. I mean, Justin Sell's been the AD there for, I think, 14, 15 years. You were there as the head coach for 25-plus. You know, coach Rogers has been there for 18 years between his time as a player and a coach. Why is it that there's so much continuity? Why, why do people love sticking around Brookings and being at South Dakota State so much? Uh, there's a number of reasons. That's a, that's a hard answer to pinpoint a couple of uh, of points, but I would say this. Uh, I think a good administrator like Justin Sell and our president is phenomenal, uh, President Barry Dunn, good administrators, when they see a program, and I mean a program, not a head coach or a, uh, an assistant coach, but a program, all the things, the strength program, the equipment, the athletic training, and it, it's, it's a picture of what you want, right? What does that mean? You can't, you can't, you got to say it and it's, it's worth a thousand words, you know, it, it's run right. And I'm not saying we're bad at best. I'm not saying we're, we're better than anybody at South Dakota state football. Shame on me if I do that. But I think we've obviously done some good things and accomplished some good things. And when you see that to, to maintain some of that, you do hire from within. 
And then when when a guy like Jimmy Rogers is part of your staff, and he essentially grew up at South Dakota State as a player, as a GA, as an assistant, as a coordinator, now as a head coach. I mean, his investment uh, it goes deep. I mean, uh, I mean he he said in his press conference, "I wore every hat that you can wear in this program, from you know a true freshman to now the head coach." So. Uh, I think there's power in that. And, and uh, I know there's always a greener pasture. There's always a coach with a, a great resume. I understand that. But I I love administrators that say, I've observed you. Uh, you know, I don't look at, need to look at a resume. I will observe you for 10 years. I know who you are. I'm going to hire you as a head coach. Continuity certainly uh, a key for South Dakota State across the board. John Stigelmeyer, former South Dakota State head coach, joining us here uh, on our ESPN Roundtable. Last couple of things for you, Coach. What do you think of this South Dakota State team that's coming back? I mean, a lot of familiar names, a lot of uh, guys that people around the FCS know. Great offensive line, great quarterback, great running back, great receivers, great tight end, and then some pretty salty guys on the defensive side as well. Um, how do you evaluate? I mean, what, what do you think of just this uh, this version of the uh, South Dakota State Jackrabbits? Well, you know, I'll sum it up with this statement, and I'll, I'll expand a little bit. When I, when I uh, looked at the team and announced that I was uh, retiring or resigning, whatever the right term is, retiring. And I looked at what was coming back. I, I said to my wife that night, what am I doing? You know, <laughs> this is the best team uh, we could potentially ever have. Now, the ball bouncing here or there, an injury to a crucial player here or there, those all, all you know, those don't make coaches bad coaches or yeah, they really make you a better coach because you have to rise up and find a way with, with another guy. But uh, it's a it's a really good football team. It's a really close football team, which we were last year. And, and I think when, again, bullets are flying or the weights need to be pushed when it's 100 degrees or whatever the scenario is, if you, if you look at your guy, your, your teammate, and say, I love you, and not flinch, I mean, it's part of our culture. When you can do that, uh, I think the sky's the limit, and that's the type of program uh, those coaches have. And Montana State, the different iterations of MSU that you've played over the years. I mean, I remember the the snowy game where Zach Zenner went crazy back in Bozeman in 2014, and that was when the Cats were trying to run 100 plays a game and throw it all over the place, run it all over the place, and you know just play as fast as they could and average 45 points a game. Now it's a, a totally different iteration, but still a very high-scoring operation, and they, they run the ball with such authority. So what have you thought of just the way Montana State has evolved over the years? Because you've seen a lot of different versions of the Bobcats during your time. Well, I'm very impressed. I'm, I'm very impressed with what they do as a coaching staff. Uh, very impressed with their coaching staff. And, well, you know, I know, I know it starts with head coaches, but, but I, you know, I know uh, everybody pitches in. Leon Costello uh, was here. Uh, I think he's a great leader, the athletic director, which, again, I think is a guy that's going to walk into the, the, the football staff room, win or lose, and say, hey, I believe in you guys. Just uh, make sure we're doing things right. Uh, it, it, you know, uh, they have really good players. Uh, I mean, the support they have. I mean, when we played there, you know this. There hasn't been a game where I haven't walked into that stadium and gone, "Holy nutmeg, this is this is uh, really really special." And so, and, and and going back to Zach Zenner running the ball, I told our offensive coordinator, "Keep the clock running. My toes are so cold. Let's run the football <laughs> as much as we can." So that's one of the few calls I've ever made on offense. So very impressed with uh, the Bobcats, and look forward to greeting their staff and greeting uh, uh, Leon when they get there. 
Well, last thing for you then, will you be at the game on Saturday? And either way, what, do you, what is your take on this this matchup on Saturday? I'll be at the game. I wouldn't miss this game for, for anything. Uh, I think it's going to be a battle. I, I think, uh, you know, the semifinal game last year, uh, you know, we, we you know the Jackrabbits shut down the run, and, and that was tough on uh, the Bobcats. And, uh, so I think there'll be some new wrinkles, uh, surely, by them. And, and ideally, you know, I'm not sitting in the meeting room, so I can't discuss who's got the best answers on the chalkboard or on the chessboard, you know, in that, in that chessboard game of calling offense and defense. But I think it's going to be a really good game. It's going to be a sellout which uh, I'm, I'm disappointed but excited. It doesn't happen all the time, so credit to, to Montana State uh, and the excitement they're bringing to Brookings, South Dakota. And uh, it'll be a fun environment, and, and they look forward to a great battle. And I know this, our guys will be ready to play, and so are theirs. He's John Stigelmeyer, longtime head coach for the South Dakota State Jackrabbits, and now enjoying his garden and retirement, but still a big football <laughs> fan. Montana State at South Dakota State on Saturday. Coach, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for always being so kind and giving us so much of your time. And uh, enjoy retirement. Hopefully it's not the last time we talk, but enjoy the game on Saturday. Thanks for being here today. Well, I appreciate you and, and your professionalism through the years. And It's a treat for for me as a, as a past coach and when I was a head coach to visit with you because of your preparation. So kudos to you, high five to you, and bless you. Our paths will cross, I'm sure. God bless. Coach Stig. One of our favorites here at Nuanez now. A lot of respect for that guy. Now the former head coach of the South Dakota State University Jackrabbits. Of course, Jackrabbits taking on the Montana State Bobcats in Brookings, South Dakota on Saturday. Hey, here's an idea for you. Bobcats in South Dakota State kick off at 5 p.m. Grizz and Utah Tech kick off at 7 p.m. So why don't you go down to Paradise Falls right around 4 or 4.30 p.m. before that Bobcat game gets kicked off. Get in on the early happy hour. Get yourself some drinks, some appetizers. Get the Bobcat game on. And then when the Grizz game comes on at 7, they'll have a TV for you to throw that one on as well. And you can get dinner as well down there at Paradise Falls. They got more than 20 flat screen TVs, 18 draft beers. Great breakfast, lunch, and dinner menu. Uh, You can even, uh, if you're so inclined, place some wagers on the Sportsbet Montana machine they've got down there at Paradise Falls, located at 3621 Brook Street in South Missoula. It's Paradise Falls, Missoula's Missoula's coolest hotspot, the presenting sponsor of the ESPN Roundtable. Thanks, as always, to Paradise Falls. You can hear the ESPN Roundtable again tomorrow during the noon hour here on ESPN Radio. But for now, we're switching gears from Montana State, heading over to Brookings, South Dakota, to the Montana Grizzlies. Coming up next, it's our Grizz Star of the Week, featuring lightning punt returner, receiver, running back, quarterback, whatever they need from him, uh, Junior Bergen, who scored the first touchdown of the Grizz season against Butler on Saturday. Uh, and went on to feature in a variety of different roles throughout the game for the Grizz. The electric wide receiver from Billings, Junior Bergen, joining us for the Grizz Star of the Week right after this. You're listening to Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio.
Jewelry Design Center is not your average jewelry store. The friendly, welcoming staff is so excited to be in Montana, and the craftsmanship, unique creativity, care, and artisanship you'll receive at the Jewelry Design Center is second to none. Is there anything you guys can't do? We don't cut diamonds, <laughs> okay, yeah. but we can facilitate that. <laughs> right. It's unique that we cast our own metal, we grow our own models, we hand carve, as well as use computer-aided technology to design. We're pushing the limits of what we had previously thought was impossible. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Man, I love Outcast. Well, Big Boy and Andre 3K bringing you back on Nuwana's Now. Happy you're here with us. I'm Andrew Houghton, Coulter Nuwana's On a road trip, heading down to St. George, Utah to watch the Montana Grizzlies take on Utah Tech this weekend. We're still bringing you that goodness here on 102.9 ESPN Missoula, as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. You just heard from John Stigelmeyer, former head coach of South Dakota State, who the Montana State Bobcats are heading to Brookings to play this weekend. Switching gears now to talk a little Montana Grizzlies football. It's our Grizz Star of the Week. It's brought to you by Ryan and Miller Law. Ryan and Miller Law has more than 30 years of experience in the Garden City. Paul Ryan and Angie Miller approach every case like it's going to trial from day one. This ensures that the top-notch attorneys are always prepared and ready to press forward on your case to get the justice that you deserve. All legal advice is free, and there's always a real person to take your call with Ryan and Miller's 24-7 answering service. Call 406-542-2233 today if you need help with a car accident that wasn't your fault or have any other criminal defense needs. Ryan and Miller, your Montana attorneys, presenting the Grizz Star of the Week. And this week, we're talking to a guy who's... Got a knack for scoring long touchdowns early in games. Grizz fans will remember, of course, his big touchdown two years ago against the Montana State Bobcats at Washington Grizzly Stadium to take the top off of Washington Grizzly Stadium in Montana's win over the Bobcats. That was Brent Vegan's first season as head coach of the Bobcats. And Junior Bergen got the Grizz going towards a uh, a dominant and shocking win in Missoula in the rivalry game. Well, he opened this Montana Grizzlies season with a similar score, catching a, a pass over the middle and doing all the rest of the work, taking it to the house for a 50 yard, 54-yard score on Montana's first possession of the 2023 season in the uh, in the Grizzlies' eventual 35-20 to win over Butler. Without any further ado, here's Colter Nuanez with Grizz wide receiver Junior Bergen for the Grizz Star of the Week. It's brought to you by Ryan and Miller Law. Well, it's time now for our Grizz Star of the Week. And we've been doing this for a couple months now, featuring Grizz football players. But we haven't actually had a game to talk about until now. The Grizzlies come out with a 35-20 win over the Butler Bulldogs on Saturday on a beautiful Saturday afternoon in Missoula. Our Grizz Star of the Week this week, Junior Bergen. Four catches for 72 yards, a long touchdown that helped set the tone right out the gates. And a Billing Senior product who's had a great couple years here at the University of Montana. Junior, thanks so much for joining us, man. First of all, what was it like being back out there? What did you think of the atmosphere on Saturday? Uh, it was great. I, I loved it. Uh, nice warm day. Uh, all the fans showed out, and you know, it was a blast just to be back in the stadium. 
there's so much work and, and lead up going into a, an opening game. I mean, you work for nine months to play 11 guaranteed times, right? But the, the first one always seems to be have a different energy to it. So um, how do you think you guys did in terms of translating all that work uh, in, into the debut game there on Saturday? Uh, I thought we did pretty well. I thought at points we kind of got a little uh, stagnant and lackadaisical, but, um, you know, we, we got room for improvement for sure. And um, thankfully we got time to do that, so. Well, you got to love the start. You guys came out uh, firing on all cylinders. Eli Gilman had a nice carry, and you had a, a nice little inside screen, and then the third one, boom, off to the races. So just take us through the touchdown. What did you see? And it got to be pretty fun for you scoring that first touchdown of the year. Um, Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Uh, I saw the, the linebacker blitz. I knew I was going to be hot. And, um, you know, I just made sure I caught it and then uh, broke the tackle, and I was Kind of on my way, I felt like, and then I saw the the safety come from the or the corner come from the backside and just cut underneath him, and then yeah, to the end zone. Well, certainly an early highlight for the season, but Butler came came with a, a bunch of, of gusto. They certainly were were ready to play, and I was very impressed with the Butler team. I thought they were a pretty solid squad, especially on the defensive front. And that quarterback Brett Buska, he was the real deal for sure. What was the key for you guys in the second half? Uh, you, you went more to the run game and, and really pounded them. How are you guys able to pull away there uh, after Butler cut it to twenty-one twenty? Um, we knew we just knew we had to stick together. We knew that they were going to make some plays. Um, you know, they're a pretty good football team, so obviously they're going to make plays here and there. And uh, we just got to try to make more plays than them. And if uh, if we do that, we should come out with the win. Junior Bergen joining us here on Nuanas Now. He's our Grizz Star of the Week, presented by Ryan and Miller. Ryan and Miller, your Montana attorneys. How about Eli Gilman? Pretty good debut. I was trying to think of uh, Grizz running backs that have rushed for 100 yards in their in their freshman debut. It can't be very many if there is any at all. Uh, he was pretty impressive. What did you think of the freshman? Um, he, he played really well. Um, you know, he, he knew that he was going to get a big workload this week, and uh, he went out and performed and did his thing. Um, you know, I have the utmost confidence in that kid. I see him work every day. And, uh, yeah, I, I kind of I expect those things from Eli. Coach Alka has said multiple times over the last several weeks that the quarterback, uh, I don't even know if it's a competition, rotation will continue into the season. And I do think there's some systematic advantages that comes with that. From your perspective as a wide receiver, uh, what's it like operating with the two quarterbacks? And do you feel like having a, a couple different guys it gives a new fold to the offense, gives you guys a little bit of an advantage in certain ways? Uh, yes, for sure. Um, you know, those two are both highly competitive. They both want to win. They'll do whatever they can. And they're, they're both really unselfish. Um, you don't see them pouting around because one of them is going in there and the other one's on the sideline. Uh, um, you know, with Cliff, obviously Cliff's going to run the ball, but Cliff could also throw the ball very well too. And, um, you know, that obviously opens up another another piece of our offense with the plus one running. And then um, with Cliff, or with Sam, Sam's got a big, strong arm. Uh, he's looking to, to get his guys the ball and, and take shots. And, you know, that's, that's what we're all all about, I guess. Yeah, we're, we're happy with both of them. Junior Bergen, Grizz Star of the Week, presented by Ryan and Miller Law. It's interesting looking at the depth chart, too, when you look at the receivers. So many of the guys uh, that are in the top two spots are juniors, just like yourself. And so um, what's it like having everybody in, in the group sort of the same age? You guys have all sort of gone through it together. So, I mean, does that help bring the, the receiver room closer together? How did, I mean, what, what's it like just having everybody in the same class? 
Uh, it's it's pretty cool. All of us are kind of uh, we all were kind of thrown into the fire as freshmen, and we've all been uh, together since then. And you know, we just built that built that chemistry to you know work for each other and um, you know push each other in each and every way. And obviously, that's a that's a great thing. You personally, what have you thought of just life in Missoula? Billing Senior Product, Junior Bergen uh, joining us here on Nuanas now, by the way. He's a Billing Senior Product. Um, you've been in Missoula now for a couple of years. What have you liked about living here? What, what do you think of life in Zootown? Uh, I like I like Missoula for sure. It's a lot slower than Billings is, I think. And, uh, you know, we got a great community behind us. we got a great community behind us, and i got lots of, lots of, a lot of support from um, old Grizz legends and you know, a lot of people in the community just always reaching out and supporting. It's been a, an interesting deal just in terms of your role, too. I mean, you come in as a receiver, then all of a sudden you're playing running back because you guys were so banged up at running back. And then last year you moved back outside a little bit. But I know you had some injury stuff last year as well. So um, how have you thought of the way your your role is sort of diversified? What have been some of the challenges, but also what have been some of your favorite parts? I don't know. It's It's been exciting for sure. I like I like getting the ball in my hands whenever I can. I, I like helping my teammates win as well. So whatever they need me to do, uh, I'm willing to do it, whether I go in the backfield and carry the ball or go out on the edge and run routes or block or do any of that stuff, throw the ball. Um, I'm ready. Uh, I have a good coaching staff who, who prepares me each and every week, and you know, i got good teammates also who, who push me. And the wide receiver group, has a new coach, Brent Pease, the former wide receivers coach, now the offensive coordinator. Now Bryce Erickson moves over from tight ends to wide receivers. Uh, what's that transition been like? How would you sort of explain Coach Erickson's uh, coaching style? Um, it's been pretty smooth. He he's kind of he didn't want to make us all switch over to, to him, so he kind of switched over more to Coach Pease's style. He he knows what Coach Pease's uh, well, Coach Pease kind of like his his lingo and all that stuff. So. He makes sure and um, he's kind of talking to us the way that Coach Pease would. But Coach Erickson's also different as well. He's a great guy. He he makes sure that we know that he loves us and he cares about us um, just as people in general. And um, we know that he wants the best for us in, in all aspects of life. Grizz Star of the Week, Junior Bergen, joining us here on Nuanas Now. It's presented by Ryan and Miller Law. Ryan and Miller Law, your Montana attorneys. How about this upcoming opponent then? You guys go on the road to t- take on Utah Tech. Utah Tech's an upstart Division One. They've only been D1 for a couple years. This is definitely going to be one of the best, uh, one of the biggest home games they've ever had with uh, the Grizz coming to town. What sort of uh, improvements do you hope to see from, from last week to this week? And, and how much different is it when you have a game under your belt? Does it seem like it is sort of into the flow of the season now? Well, we we want to get better, obviously, each week. Um, just progressively getting better. But, uh, you know, that's gonna, we're going to have to go out and prepare this week and make sure we take everything day by day and then, you know, let the chips fall where they may by Saturday. Uh, any early impressions of, of Utah Tech's defense? Um, I, I watched them a little bit against the Cats, and uh, they look pretty good up front. Anything that you've seen particularly? Yeah, they're 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 a solid team. They're they, um you know, they play hard. They're physical. Um, play quite a bit of man. And, the, yeah, they, they got good good corners, good safeties, um, stuff like that, yeah. 
Well, the uh, the art of building momentum in a season is something that uh, Bobby Houck has always been so good at. So last thing for you then, uh, how much would a road win help propel that momentum and uh, what are going to be the keys for the Grizz on Saturday? Um, it, would, it would help us a lot, obviously. Um, everybody, uh, the, the best thing about being 1-0 is the opportunity to go 2-0 and that's that's what we want to do this week. Um, thing for us to to do is uh, got to run the ball, obviously, and then as receivers, we got to we got to be able to make plays, and then on defense, let the defense do what they do. Um, you know, but we just got to we got to play hard and uh, make sure we we have good effort on each and every play. Well, should be a fun one. Uh, a lot of people are going to get exposed to St. George, Utah for the first time as the Grizz play there against Utah Tech uh, for the first time ever. So it uh, should be interesting. We can't wait to make the uh, trip down there to the desert. Junior Bergen, our Grizz Star of the Week, joining us here on Nuanas Now. Junior, appreciate the time, man, and best of luck on Saturday. Thanks for taking a minute. Thank you. I appreciate it. There you go. Thanks to Junior Bergen, this week's Grizz Star of the Week. After getting on the board with a long touchdown in Montana's first drive of the season against Butler on Saturday. Thanks also to Ryan and Miller Law for sponsoring that segment every week here on Nuanez Now. Almost home here on your Wednesday. We'll be back right after this to preview tomorrow's show. Maybe a couple other parting thoughts on the way out. You're listening to Nuanez Now, 102.9 ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. And Dwight, your father founded Schulte Law Firm in 1987 and since then has mediated more than 3,000 family law and divorce cases. Why is he so good at that sort of law? Well, he is a smart and patient man. A lot of situations where you find yourself in need of attorney are a high conflict situation. And it's really important. And it's a a tenet of our firm that we work through litigious issues in a collaborative way. It's important at Schulte Law Firm that when we're litigating these very serious issues that impact people's lives, that we do so in a way that provides the best representation and the best result to our clients. And what we have found is that the best way to do that is to litigate these issues effectively while doing so with a high degree of professionalism. We can have these disagreements without making it personal. Visit jshultylaw.com. Nuwana is now on ESPN Radio. Welcome back. Nuwana is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula as well as SWX Montana and the ESPN MT app. I know I'm not Coulter Nuanas, but thanks for riding along with me here on your Wednesday. Andrew Houghton bringing you the show live from behind the glass at the Missoula Broadcasting Company studios. Missoula Broadcasting Company, locally owned and proud to say so. Just a couple minutes left here on Nuanas Now. You heard from uh, Jam Pack Show today. Heard from Sam Herter our national FCS analyst, to kick off the first hour. Also had a Montana State Minute with MSU defensive end Kenneth Iden. And then in the second hour, ESPN Roundtable with former South Dakota State head coach John Stigelmeyer. 
Bobcats heading over to Brookings, South Dakota to take on the Jackrabbits on Saturday. You also got a little Grizz talk in the second hour. Grizz wide receiver Junior Bergen joining the show after uh, scoring the first touchdown of Montana's season on Saturday against Butler. Tomorrow, more of the same. We're in it now. Uh, so, a lot of football talk every day here on Nuanez Now Tomorrow. A little bit more of a prep angle. We'll hear from Bozeman High head coach Levi Weshi. The Hawks off to uh, a good start over there. We'll also get Pete Hamill in the studio to present the Vertical Vertical Rays Player of the Week Award. We'll do a full prep football scoreboard for you. We'll also hear from South Dakota State running back Isaiah Davis, one of the best FCS players in all of the country. He'll join us tomorrow on Nuanez Now. Grizz soccer segment with Chris Chitovitsky. Recorded that one earlier today. So that'll give you a chance to catch up with Grizz soccer and win a gift card to Cami Taphouse as well. Brooks Nuanez and Coulter Nuanez on best bets in the NFL. And the chick who doesn't know sports. That's all tomorrow. We're done for today. Thanks for listening. This has been Nuanez Now ESPN Radio. Coulter Nuanez from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanez Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that yeah. might, it must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Yeah, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just want to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time.